As you all know, I use Anchor FM to record all of my podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. Anchor has all the tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And to top it off, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, y'all, it's completely free. Free 99. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hello, beautiful people. So, it's been quite some time. Um, it's been about two years, actually, since the last time I recorded um, a podcast episode and uploaded anything. But we are back. We'll make any promises for anything this time, but we are back. Anyway, if you don't know me, my name is Jalia. I'm a recent college grad, first gen, you know. Um, And previously, I had this podcast, and it was very much focused on black social issues and things of that nature. That is not what this is about this time around. So, um, it's more so just healing. It's really more so about what the actual... um, I don't know why I'm talking so damn loud. The microphone's loud enough. Um, It's really more so about what the actual title of this podcast is, which is Black and Blooming. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about what it's like to be black and to bloom. Like, that is the topic for, you know, this podcast right now. So, without further ado, welcome back to Black and Blooming Season 2. Um, and today we're actually going to be talking about toxic positivity. So, first let's start off with what is toxic positivity? So, according to VeryWellMind.com, toxic positivity is the belief that no matter how dire or difficult a situation is, people should maintain a positive mindset. It's a good vibes only approach to life, and while there are benefits to being an optimist and engaging in positive thinking... Toxic positivity instead rejects difficult emotions in favor of a cheerful, often falsely positive facade. Okay, I'm sure you're already thinking of a few things, a few personal experiences that you have had. So, let's provide some examples. Because I know some people are going to hear that and they're going to be like, um, what do you mean? Like, how can we be, you know, toxic if we're trying to be positive? A lot of times, it's not necessarily what the person is going through, it's your response to that person. So, for example, okay, let's back it up. So, let's say that you go to a friend and you're basically telling them that recently you've been feeling depressed or recently you've been feeling sad because of you don't have a good relationship with your family. And, you know, they listen for a bit and they're kind of just like, well, you know, at least you have, you know, this family member or at least this, or, you know, think positive, like, things like that, or 
you know, that type of toxic positivity. And while they do mean well and their intentions are good, it often, it often just doesn't, it often just doesn't do it. Like, it makes you feel like what you're talking about. Oh, I guess I should get closer. It makes you feel like what you express to them, you're just being overdramatic about. Like, one personal example I have is recently I have been super stressed and frustrated at work. Like, I deal with clients and I have one client who is having a issue and I just don't know how to help the client. I have tried talking to managers, I have tried talking to other people, and this has been ongoing for, I would probably say, three or four weeks. So I just feel very, very frustrated. And I did at one point try to talk to, you know, a coworker about it. And their response was kind of like, well, you know, that kind of sucks, but at least, you know, you won't have to deal with it for a little while until the client gets back or at, at least this or, you know, kind of just like not acknowledging how I felt aside from saying that sucks or looking at me strangely and just being like, well, at least you don't have to do this or da 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 da. And while I understand that that person meant well, at the end of the day, I still feel stressed like that me thinking positive is not going to take that stress away. And all the times people don't need a well people don't need a comparison people don't need a kids kids are starving in other countries type of scenario you know sometimes they just need to know like hey my feelings are valid and i just want i just want to feel like my feelings matter like yes what i'm going through i know i can look on the positive side but first i need to process what's going on and that's how i felt in that moment I felt very much like, okay, yes, I understand that I won't really have to deal much with this issue at this current point in time because they're gone, but that issue does not go away. You know what I mean? So that was like a small, minuscule example of toxic positivity. We'll get to bigger examples of toxic positivity when we talk about influencers. So next are kind of like influencers and social media so for some reason I could not find a specific like I couldn't find a specific example but I know you all have seen those posts where they talk about something where they like where they'll say like oh people who you know aren't moving up in life or you know don't have these things or don't have xyz it's because they have a negative mindset it's their fault that they're in that position you know if they had a better mindset, then they wouldn't be in the position that they're in. That type of, that is definitely what I would define as super toxic, toxic positivity, just because you don't know that person's situation. And let's be honest right here, influencers live in a completely different world from the rest of us. They live in a fantasy land. You know, the rest of us are out here starting to struggle because gas is $6 a gallon, um, okay, groceries are going up, rent is high as hell, like, <laughs> but, you know, like I said, groceries are high, gas is high, like, honestly, I saw a tweet the other day that said, I used to go, um, I used to go on rides to clear my mind, but with these gas prices, I'm gonna be sad at home, and that's really the vibe right now, and, you know, 
it's not seeming as though influencers are affected by this. They're not. Influencers, which is are like YouTubers, TikTokers, um, Instagram models, all these different things, they're not affected by these things the same way that we are. We regular folk, you know? And Kim Kardashian and whoever else, you know, Lori Harvey, they don't, they don't have the same problems as us. So, of course, they can say things like, oh, well, the reason why you're not a billionaire or you're not a millionaire or you don't own your own business because of your mindset. No, sometimes people's lives are just not set up like that. Sometimes people's lives are just not set up like that. And that's okay. But that's a prime, exact, a prime example of toxic positivity. It's taking away from the very real issues that people are dealing with and minimizing it into being, well, you're in a negative situation because you have a negative mindset. And that's not always true. There are definitely some negative Nancys. There are definitely some negative Nancys out there who just always complain, complain, complain. But when people are facing real problems, real issues, real stressors, no. They're not in a so-called bad situation because they're negative. They're in that situation because they have real problems you know they just do so yeah that was definitely something that I've seen on social media a lot and honestly at this point I'm just gonna start you know unfollowing people the case whatever the case may be because I don't have time to be basically told by someone who knows nothing about my life that my feelings are invalid like I know what I'm going through I'm working towards a goal but right now the mindset is not always positive because it's not always positive. When you're going through, you know, difficult situations or bad things, it's okay to feel upset. It's okay to feel down. That is a normal human response. You need to feel those emotions because as soon as you try to be like, oh, I'm just going to be positive all the time and just ignore your problems, all of that's going to build up. All of that's going to build up with inside you you're not going to work through your problems you're just going to ignore your problems and that's not healing that's not healing I think that's my main issue with tox toxic positivity is the fact is it doesn't allow for real and authentic healing it it allows for the delusion or the falsity of the fact that you healed and your mindset has changed your entire life no if you've gone through some real bad stuff or even some really small stuff you might need to go see a therapist and work through that. And if you have some low days, if the first couple months of therapy, you know, you're feeling sad all the time still, you're like, oh, I'm trying to work on myself. That's okay. That's okay because that's how that starts. You may not have ever voiced those thoughts to anyone before the way that you are to your therapist. You may not have given that food for thought. So it's okay if you feel those things. Um... So that's, that's kind of the influencer and social media part that I'm talking about. I definitely, I definitely just unfollow or mute if I see those types of things from people or influencers that I follow because it's not helpful. It's not helpful. It's kind of like a looking down, you know, their nose at other people. Like you are where you are because that's where your mindset is. And it, things are a little more complicated than that for a lot of people, especially during times like this. So I kind of mentioned earlier as like an example of toxic positivity that it had come from a coworker. So let's talk about personal friends. <clears throat> um, so I have definitely had experiences with this. Um, and this particular instance was 
personally, I have never, I did not grow up middle class. That America's middle class was not what I was. And I always had grown up in an environment where money was always a struggle. And I did not have, you know, the nicest Jordans or these new clothes or this next big thing because that just was not a priority. Like, the bills had to get paid, and if there was stuff left over for activities and extras, then that's where it came from. And, you know, the people in my family who did have a little bit more money to spare, they just felt like it wasn't worth to spend so much money on a material item. So I did not grow up with a lot of material things. I did not grow up in the middle class tax bracket. Um, take from that what you will. And I have had a lot of friendships with people who have grown up very middle class. Um, some of them are not people of color and they just very much do not understand what it is like to come from a background of mine. And um, basically during that time of toxic positivity, um, I would go to this person and I would tell them about my problems you know, real problems that I was going through that I didn't know how to solve. You know, I was, I had a therapist at the time. It wasn't quite working out for me, but I was, I was still trying the same therapist and it just, it just wasn't working. Like I was asking my therapist for advice. I was praying about it. I was asking my friends for advice. I was asking like older mentors for advice. And, you know, I just wasn't, seeing results like from what I was trying and when I talked to this person a lot of their response was very much like well um you're not putting in the effort like for instance I had joined a um group a bible study group we'll just get real specific here <laughs> um I had joined a bible study group and I did not feel close to any of the people within that group you know, going into it, I had this expectation, like, oh, we're all going to be, you know, like, the, the person who brought me on to that brought me on and was like, you're going to be, these girls are so great, you're going to be such good friends with them, and all these different types of things, like, they're so great, they're women of God, you know, just had kind of set up all these different expectations for me of what to expect from it, and I did not get any of that, none of it, you know, um, no one really made the effort to try to get to know me as a person, um, even if it was, <clears throat> you know, um, the only time people really gave me a ring back is if I was going through something, you know, and that was only for a temporary time. It was nothing personable such as, hey, I'm just texting to check on you. I know you're going through this. I would go to Bible study and they were huge on vulnerability, extremely huge on vulnerability. And kind of the way that they phrased it was in order to heal and to order to you know take power over your life as a Christian and not be um what what are the words that I'm looking for basically in order to not let Satan have power over your life is to be vulnerable with complete strangers that's not how they phrased it but that's pretty much what it was and so I was expected to go into this environment with, you know, a few girls who already knew each other, a few new girls, and share very personal things about myself and my trauma and my life and not really know these people and not even really have gained a trust with them to know that 
they are going to be there for me, that they're going to be understanding, that they're going to be supportive if I share these kinds of things. So it was very much like, you know, it, it was very much that type of energy. Okay, y'all, back to recording. Back to recording. I had somebody call me, and I didn't want to leave them hanging, so <laughs> bear with me. Um, but I'm trying to keep it, I'm trying to keep it short. I'm not going to be super vague about it because, yeah, these are, this is my podcast. These are my feelings. I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings if they feel like I'm referring to them on the podcast, but this is just my personal release. It's my personal release. And, you know, again, like I said, I don't think any of these girls had any ill intentions. I think they were all really good people and they were all sweet and genuine people. They just weren't my people. And I went into it, you know, I shared a few things about myself, but I never formed relationships with these girls. I never formed friendships with them. And, you know, I talked to the person who knew about this Bible study who encouraged me to come. And I was like, hey, you know, I don't really feel like the the other women in the group are open to forming new friendships and relationships. And this person kind of put a lot of the pressure on me like have you asked them out have you done this have you done that and it was almost as though it was solely on me to make a relationship happen when I didn't even feel welcome like I am a semi-shy person but if I feel comfortable with someone or I feel like I'm vibing with someone I will ask them to go get um, some coffee or go to lunch or go to brunch like I'm not that shy I'm not that shy um, if I feel like, okay, this person and I are getting along pretty well, we're vibing, whatever the case may be, I will, you know, go, I will make an effort to try to, you know, have some one-on-one time with them because that's what I value. That's what I need to make friendships and form new relationships with people. Um, but I just wasn't getting that. I just wasn't getting that. You know, the, the women at the Bible study I would hear them making plans amongst themselves or things like that. Or they would say things like, oh, hey, like we should all hang out sometime or we should all, you know, to the friends that they already knew, but, you know, kind of referencing the new ones and be like, oh, we should all do something sometime and then never follow up on it. Or, you know, oh, you should come to church with us during the 11 a.m. service. That's when we all go and never follow up on it. And to me, that kind of just screamed that they weren't trying to be my friends, that they weren't trying to have some sort of relationship or friendship with me whatsoever. You know, I would text them, it would be dry, you know, um, just things of that nature. And the person was very much like, well, you're not asking them to go out. You're not asking them to do these things. And I can understand that in one aspect, but at the end of the day, my feelings are my feelings. And my feelings are valid. And I feel like as someone who was supposed, you know, my friend and also a leader of this study, instead of having that, you know, mindset of, well, you need to reach out to them type of thing, that they could have had a conversation and been like, hey, this person is feeling like y'all don't want to have any type of friendship or relationship with them. I would encourage you to do X, Y, and Z. Personally, if I was in that position, that is what I would do because I recognize for someone who does not know any of these people, who has never met any of these people before, who's going through a really hard time, they might not be in the place where they can do that, you know, and I feel like this toxic mind, you know, going back to the toxic positivity kind of does exactly 
what that friend did in that scenario does not recognize the feelings of that person and it's kind of just well it's on you it's on you you're not doing this you're not doing this you're not doing this and you know I you know there's definitely some responsibility but I feel like also having a sense of empathy sorry y'all another plane I feel like also having a sense of empathy towards people who are going through hard times you know if someone is going through a really difficult time and they don't they just they feel like bogged down like they feel everything and I mean everything they may not be in the mindset to reach out to other people during that time that that happens sometimes people are just going through such a hard time you know you're you're your own worst enemy and they're just going through such a hard time where it may not be a thing where they can reach out to all these different people and try to make those connections. And if someone else is in a position where they can do that and it's not as much of a mental stressor on them or an emotional stress, then I think that that is not too much to ask or too much to at least encourage. And so that was definitely my experience with a friend kind of, you know, putting that toxic positivity in a mindset on me. Well, like, you know, you've, you've got to put in the F, you know, you've got to ask them out. You've got to do this. And I'm just going to be honest, y'all. It wasn't just a thing where I was going through such a hard time. I just felt so unwelcomed. Like I felt so unwelcomed. And so like, these people don't really want to be friends with me because if they did, this is not how they would be, they would be acting. Like I have been in multiple scenarios where I've had to make new friends and I know how people act when they want to be your friend versus when they're just being nice to you and it was a very it was a lot of just being nice to you so I will I will leave it there but like I said I don't think these people had any ill intentions I just think that they did not want to be my friend and you know what that's okay that is a okay um but if you don't want to be that friend who is just spouting out toxic positivity I got some tips for you So first of all, give grace to yourself and others. And I know I talked about instances where other people were kind of spouting toxic positivity at me, but some people do it to themselves. Oh, you know, this traumatic thing just happened to me, but I have to think positive. I have to think positive. No, you don't. You do not have to think positive. You are allowed to feel what you feel. Your feelings are valid. You are allowed to do that, okay? You don't have to tell yourself to think positive. You know, after you were done feeling that way, you don't have to sit in that feeling. You don't have to stay in that feeling, but you are allowed to feel it. So if you want to go and reframe your mind or do something that gets your mind off of it or makes you happy, that's okay. It's, it might come up several times, but you don't have to tell yourself, oh, just think positive, think positive. No, 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 no. Thinking positive is not the solution to every little thing. You know, good vibes only. I've noticed that a lot of people who um, are very, very literal about the the good vibes only, they don't want to be friends with people who are going through a time where they have to heal. I've actually noticed this on social media a lot. A lot of times people don't want to be friends with people who are not happy all the time because it rains on their parade or are going through periods where they are healing. People have to heal. 
And, you know, if you cannot be understanding of someone's healing, then it's good that you don't want to be around them. Because people who are trying to heal need people around them who can support them, you know. And I feel like you have to give grace to yourself and others because you have to understand that sometimes people just can't give you what you need. If you're going to a friend and they're telling you to think positive and you really just need someone to listen to you and to um, sympathize with you, then that, that person that you're going to who's telling you to think positive just can't give you what you need. And it's okay to move on to somebody else who can. Not saying that that person is a bad person or they have ill intentions or they are, you know, ill-spirited. It's just they can't give you what you need. And that's most likely why they are telling you to think positive because they probably don't know how to react in that type of situation. So give grace to yourself and others. Be very mindful of people going through things. Be very careful and delicate with yourself as well. And like I said before, allow yourself to feel negative emotions. And if you don't know what to say to someone going through a terrible situation, just don't say anything. Just just don't say anything. Or, 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 just let them know in an honest way, I don't know how to help you. I don't know what to say, but I will listen to you. And let me know if there's any way I can help and mean that. Mean that. Don't just go around telling everybody and their mama that if they need anything, you got them. Because most of I've noticed a lot of times people say that they don't want you to need anything. They just want to say that they offered. That's what it is. They just want to they just want to say that they offered. And let me tell you something about those people who just offer. Be careful. Because a lot of times people will tell you, Oh, if you need something, I got you. Just Come to me if you need anything. Let me know. You, the, the minute you call them and you tell them that you need something, oh, um, well, I'm sorry. I have this going on. I'm sorry. I have that going on. Then, girl, why, why did you offer in the first place? Why did you offer? So um, <laughs> be careful about people who are like, oh, anything you need. Um, I did want to give an example of a friend who – I do have friends who are – sympathize with my feelings I have talked to one friend and told her that I feel so stressed <laughs> about my life and about what I'm doing after graduation and feeling so alone and feeling like I really don't have support like I just don't have the same support that other people do and I've also talked to a friend um about feeling like this will be in a separate episode this whole topic that I'm about to um, talk about graduation. That'll be in um, the next episode. But I talked to a friend and I was like, I just feel like I worked hard as hell for four years and I just didn't feel appreciated for it. Like I didn't feel like a lot of my close people, people that I thought were close appreciated me. I didn't feel appreciated by the college that I was a part of. I didn't feel appreciated by the professors. I didn't I did not feel appreciated for all the hard work and all of the the you know trials and tribulations that I endured through the four years to get this degree. And you know she sympathized with me. Like she validated my feelings, you know, but I feel like somebody who was talking who would be like, "Oh, think positive," would just be like, "Well, at least you graduated. Like, you know, you don't have to deal with those people anymore." Just they just blaze right over your feelings. Just swoop right over your feelings. 
Um, so yes, please be mindful of what you say to others and what others are saying to you. Because like I said, it makes a big impact. Um, anyway, I hope you enjoyed my first episode back. Um, I hope the audio is not funky at all. <laughs> at all. But um, please subscribe, follow um, my podcast on Spotify. It's available on all platforms, including Google Podcast, you know, Apple Podcasts. So please, please, please follow my podcast. Subscribe to it. Feel free to leave a review. And I just want to say thanks for listening to Black and Blooming. If you like my show and want more, be sure to follow and leave a Spotify rating. Um, Yeah. And I also have the link to my anchor if you want to go and listen to season one of this. And I'll talk to you all next time. Bye.